This is the Women in Print podcast series, recognizing some of the women who have broken barriers and advanced the cause of women in the printing and imaging industries. Women in Print is sponsored by Heidelberg. Technology continues to accelerate and Heidelberg has matched the pace. Highly automated equipment to meet today's production requirements are not the only tools successful customers need. Big data and business analytics are critical for the success of the modern printer. This is where Heidelberg excels, looking at our customers' business end-to-end and offering customized solutions to maximize productivity and profitability. Contact your Heidelberg account manager to learn more. Hello everyone, I'm Nitya Caleb, the editor of Print Action. Today I'm joined by Stephanie Miggle, president of Apex Graphics in Mississauga, Ontario. Apex Graphics is a vendor for promotional and compliance printed material for consumer product goods, pharmaceutical, medical device, cosmetic and food industry customers across North America and Europe. Stephanie, thanks for joining us. You're very welcome. It's a pleasure to be here. We're really happy to have you here. So let us start off by giving us a brief overview of your background and role at Apex Graphics. Sure. Um, So I started off in the business um, essentially through my dad. Uh, My father started the company uh, in the the early 80s, and, and I think I have entrepreneurial blood through him. He worked a lot um, getting getting his business started and off the ground and having an interest in business and having uh, a desire to help suggested that I do what I could to take over some of the administrative duties and and some of the running around essentially that needed to happen uh, during the summer months and he didn't want any employees and responsibility for any of all of the paperwork that went along with that. So he uh, walked me through opening my very first business and I essentially contracted myself out to, uh, to him and his company. So I learned the, the business really from, from the ground up part-time through high school and decided after high school that I needed to essentially take the opportunity to learn the ins and outs of the business as opposed to just the overview and and sort of the basics. And the best way to do that was to work directly with him, um, closely with him, doing everything that I possibly could to learn the sales side and the production side and the administrative side and ended up essentially deferring that whole post-secondary piece completely. The the business took off um, because I was able to free up more of his time to do what he was really excellent at and learn the ropes at the same time. So as we to grow, um, it just really didn't make any sense to, to take time off from successful growing business to, to learn what I was already learning hands-on. You, you, you were literally getting your business degree while uh, working. Pretty much, pretty much. Um, so, I mean, I, I joke with clients now that, that I've done 
just about everything in the business other than you run the equipment and drive the forklift. And I don't really have any interest in taking another driving test until I absolutely need to. So, <laughs> so it all works out. How long ago was this, Stephanie? So this was in 1988 when I, um, when I started working with, with, at the time, John Sands and Associates, which was uh, essentially a print management or a print brokerage company, um, and Apex Graphics. So he had, he had the two businesses and continued on like that really for, for years. My sister joined the company in the um, mid nineties. And every time we added additional employees, we took that next step for growth, essentially. And did you ever go back? I mean, did you ever think that now would be a good time to take a degree or you've just left it at that stage? I've always wished to have those little letters at the end of my name. <laughs> um, but but there never really was a good time. You know, the the business, the businesses essentially, because there were there were two of them at the time and three when you count my own, just kept growing. And it really was a matter of trying to keep up with the work and the growth and learning how to do that as as you go, because you know, we, there really wasn't any roadmap. If I would have taken the time off, it would have totally changed the path of the business. And I don't know if I would have, if I would have actually gone back. That's true, right? You got, you already invested and, and honestly, you picked up whatever skills you needed, obviously, because the business has grown to such a level. So a lot of trial and error. And somebody once told me that, that, you either you win or you learn or the successful people win or learn. Uh, <laughs> so you, you tend not to make the same mistakes twice. So talking about mistakes. Now, if you could go back to the beginning of your career, what advice would you give yourself? To me, I think the, the biggest, um, most important advice would be to don't try to do it all yourself. <laughs> you can't do it all yourself. Um, so find what you're good at and surround yourself with people that are good at different things and that are better at those different things than, than you are and, and delegate. Because when, when you can delegate, you, you basically, you, you multiply your effectiveness and you can grow that much faster. You know, I've learned to do that over the years. It's one lesson I wish I would have learned a lot sooner. Because, <laughs> you you know, there's more to life than just work. That's so true. And Stephanie, I don't know if it's, if it's you know, it's also because of the fact that uh, you're a woman. I was reading a, a, an article recently in which one recruiter apparently, you know, said that if you wanted you know, things to get done, hire a woman. And if you wanted everything to get done, hire, hire a mother. So <laughs> <laughs> it's the nature. Of the- <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I think so. Um, you know, it's, it's the ability to juggle. Um, I think that gross generalization, but that, that a lot of women bring, bring to the table. Yes. That's true. 
Now tell yeah. me what's been one challenge you faced during your career? The biggest challenge, the hardest challenge um, for me was when I found out that our biggest customer was losing an account of theirs. And it was a, a really significant piece of business for, for us. And it really had about three weeks notice that this work was going to be disappearing. Um, so it was giant percentage of, of what we were doing and had to make some really hard decisions about how the business was going to react to that and ended up having to lay off close to 15% of our workforce. And, and that was, that was probably the, the, the biggest challenge, the hardest thing that I, that I've ever had to do. And how long ago was this, Stephanie? So this would have been in the early 2000s, a few years after we had moved into this building that was a little bit too big for us. <laughs> um, and um, there was essentially no notice. Um, and it, it wasn't through any fault of our own or any fault of their own. Their client decided to go in a different direction. And, and it, it took us the better part of a year and a half to to replace that work and, and hire most of those people back. Um, but that was, that really was for me, the, the most challenging and the most difficult thing that I've ever had to do. Right. It sounds difficult. Yeah. Yeah. You know, at a small company, you get, you get to know people fairly well, you know, we're around 50 employees um, and we don't have a lot of turnover. So, a lot of those people have been with us for a long time. So it's, yeah, not easy. Stephanie, let's talk about something brighter. But <laughs> sure. <laughs> can you describe a defining moment in your career? I, I think for me, it came from a, a conversation that I had with my dad. And I remember talking with him in the car. And it, and it was one of those times where you know, he and I and, and the rest of the team had been working really, really hard, long hours, you know, evenings, weekends, all that kind of thing. And he asked me to think about and talk about what does success look like for you? And one of those key questions that he asked was, would I, would I work twice as hard for twice as much? And my answer was, I can't work any harder than I'm working. <laughs> like I got nothing else um, to give. I'm giving everything I got. So, so no. Um, and, and he really made me think about, okay, if success looks like that over there, how do I get from here where I am to over there where I want to be? Um, and, and it really was around talking through and thinking about ways to work smarter, mm -hmm. not harder. And, and after that conversation, I looked at everything through that lens. Um, how can I be more efficient? How can my staff be more efficient? How can we make our processes more efficient? Where do we need processes where we don't have processes? Um, and and it, it really, to me, was that 
that moment where my work went from just getting things done to how can I, how can I, and how can we get this done better, faster, more efficiently, more profitably, you know, everything from that to how do we make sure our customers know that they're valued and how do we make ourselves shine more than our competition? That's right. And you also yeah. had to get your weekends back. <laughs> Eventually, yes. <laughs> yeah. So what's the, what are the biggest risks you've taken in your career? The biggest risk was when when we decided that we were going to buy two heat set web presses and essentially start a third business, a third bigger business than just, you know, my original little one. That was a big financial risk. It was a big risk just from an operation standpoint. You know, we had prior to that owned cold set web presses, which, um, uh, which were ideally suited to printing on the, the lightweight paper that the bulk of our work was uh, being produced on. And it, it was branching out into an area for us that we had previously subcontracted the work um, to, to now being responsible for everything. It was a lot more staff. It was a lot more technical knowledge. It was... Uh, a lot more responsibility, a lot more money. Uh, that that to me was probably the biggest business risk that that I've ever taken. And how has that um, you know worked out? I would say very well um, up until the last six seven years. Um, so we we saw a lot of consolidation happen in the industry, right. and. And at the same time, a lot of advances in technology. And we made the decision at that point that it wasn't worth the, the time and effort and energy and money to keep up with the technological advances because our customer base um, had significantly grown in a different direction. And for us, we needed to make those investments to improve our efficiencies in terms of printing on the lightweight stocks, um, which is, again, cold set and, and sheet fed. And so we decided that it wasn't an area of business that we were going to focus on. We would maintain the work that we had um, and then slowly transition it over um, over time onto the other pieces of equipment that we had. So we actually decommissioned that last press uh, at the end of last year. So it, it was sad to see it go because of the history that it represented. But in terms of a business decision, it was it was profitable while we while we maintained it and it served its purpose in the end. Yes, that's that's what's important, right? Yeah. Yeah. What's a piece of advice that you've received through your career and you've passed it on or you would like to pass on to others? I pass this on at every opportunity that I can. <laughs> okay. So um, uh, a business partner of my father's said this to me like a long time ago, like 30 years ago. <laughs> um, and, and what he said was, 
life is both too short and too long to do work that you don't enjoy. You know, we spend the, the better part of eight plus hours a day, five days a week doing our work. And if you're not enjoying it, those hours move very, very, very slowly. <laughs> and it's, yes. it's to me, it's, it's sort of one of those touchstones for me um, that I, that I go back to. And I, 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 you know, tell my kids that, you know, you're going to work for a long, long time. So you might not be able to figure it out with your first or second or third job, but keep striving to find work that fulfills you, that you find important, that you enjoy, because time goes really fast when, when you're having fun. Oh, yes, that's so true. So what keeps you excited about the printing and the graphic industry? For me, it's really about helping our customers solve solve their challenges. Um, I mean, our business has has really grown into a, a niche. Um, you know, we we really specialize in again, put my little sales hat on here. So when I'm at trade shows talking to potential customers, you know, I, I say that we specialize in making big things small. We take really, really large pieces of paper and we fold them not quite down to the size of a chiclet. Um, so I, I get the most satisfaction and the most joy and pride when we can bring a solution to the table for a customer. You know, when they've got 10, town, 10, 10 pounds of content that they have to get into a five pound bag, <laughs> they think of Apex. Um, so much of our business has grown through referral um, and customers moving from one company to another and picking up the phone um, and, and calling us or just last month, a customer of ours was talking to a customer of theirs who was complaining about a problem and they said, just call Apex, they can fix this for you. Um, and, and for me, that reputation and that, that knowledge that we have the skill and the creativity um, and the, the talent that operates all these machines um, that can do this is what keeps me excited. That's lovely. So Stephanie, what are your future plans for Apex Graphics? We are looking to continue to grow um, in, in the industries that, that you talked about um, at the beginning. I think the, the value that we really bring to the table for our customers is, is in that sort of medical device, cosmetic, um, nutraceutical, pharmaceutical space because of the, the, the expertise and the people and the equipment um, that, that we have. Um, so essentially to, to continue to grow in, in those areas and bring, bring our solutions to those hard, hard packaging problems. Now, let's take a big picture and, and I want to hear your thoughts. So how do you see the industry changing in the next five to 10 years? So I think technology continues to 
evolve and and that's both a an advantage and a challenge so as as technology on the um, the printing side of the business evolves and there's more automation um, and and more advances uh, in terms of of equipment I think that that leads to more consolidation so I think we're going to see more acquisitions I think the flip side is that the industry is being being challenged on the technology front from from the digital side I mean the the pandemic has certainly taught us that that you can do far far more than maybe everybody originally thought through through the magic of the internet um where catalog printing and and production might have been a, a a bigger piece of the industry, I think. I think some of that is is likely going to to dwindle. Um, I don't think it's ever going to disappear, but I, I think it's not easy days ahead. I have another question, almost piggybacking on the previous one. Yeah, I would like to hear your thoughts and how you would like to see the graphic arts industry change, especially when it comes to diversity, equity, and inclusivity. We at, at Apex have tried from, from the beginning and, and I think pretty successfully to give opportunities in that whole diversity, equity and inclusion space before that was really even a term. Um, as a, a woman-owned business, um, it's, it's always been, um, I think, far easier to have a balance when it comes to the front office, it's been a lot harder to do that in the plant uh, in terms of the technical roles. And, and with the essentially disappearance of the hands-on technical um, programs that used to be offered at some of the colleges, companies end up having to train, companies like mine anyway, end up having to train from the ground up to essentially grow people into those senior technical roles. Um, so we make a conscious effort to, to find and recruit and, uh, and train uh, people from diverse backgrounds uh, as, well as, um, as well as women. Short answer to that question is I would, I would love to see and we actively try um, to, to grow the senior technical roles um, for, um, for, for women. It's, it's a great career and we try and, and get the word out and promote from within. Lastly, Stephanie, I, you know, I wanted to check with you, what do you do to de-stress? You mentioned a dog and children. So tell us a little <laughs> bit more. Um, these days it's, it's the dog and the, the dogs and the children. Um, I, uh, I try and take time for myself um, every day. I, I love to, to read. I've picked up yoga again. I, I did yoga for, um, for, for years. And now that my kids are a little bit uh, older and, and more interested in spending time on their own and with their friends, <laughs> creates, creates a bit more space for me. Thanks, Stephanie, for joining us today. It's wonderful to hear about your career 
the challenges you faced and your dreams. I really appreciate the opportunity to talk to you. Well, you're very welcome. And, and I appreciate the opportunity to, to participate in this. And thank you. Please subscribe to Print Action's e-newsletter to be notified every time a new podcast is uploaded. I'm Nitya Caleb. Thank you for tuning into the Women in Print podcast series. See you next time. Women in Print is sponsored by Heidelberg. Technology continues to accelerate and Heidelberg has matched the pace. Highly automated equipment to meet today's production requirements are not the only tools successful customers need. Big data and business analytics are critical for the success of the modern printer. This is where Heidelberg excels, looking at the customer's business end-to-end and offering customized solutions to maximize productivity and profitability. Contact your Heidelberg manager to learn more. Thank you.